Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In part two of my player spotlight, I'll be doing it on the great Bill Russell. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, so we are coming on. 1956, not 1959, 50 and 60 season. And that season saw a young man named Wilt Chamberlain enter the NBA. And he comes in with much fanfare coming out of Kansas uh, University. Uh, and he comes in, he, <laughs> and off the bat, averages. Uh, 37.6 points per game, which he comes in already breaking records. That's that's a record for uh, scoring on a whole, rookie or not. So, uh, so he comes in the league with a vengeance. And on November 7th, 1959, that marked the first ever matchup between Wilt and Bill Russell which Boston ended up winning 115 to 106. In that game, Wilt goes for 30 points. Bill Russell has 22. So so uh that's that marked the first matchup in the clash of the Goliaths. And then a few months later in February on February 5th, 1960, Bill Russell grabs a record 51 rebounds in a... Actually, this is a totally different game, my bad. Uh, so, Bill Russell grabs a record 51 rebounds in a 124-100 victory over the Syracuse Nationals. Uh... Wilt will later break that record when he grabs 55 rebounds in the game. So, so in any event, uh, so they enter the playoffs and they record uh, a 59-win season. In fact, uh, at one time they had a 17-game win streak within that. Uh, Boston would meet Wilt's Philadelphia team for the first time in the playoffs and beat them four games to two. And then they would go on to the finals where they faced St. Louis again and beat them four games to three. So, so already we have two straight title wins for the Celtics. And in that series, actually, uh, Bill Russell grabs... 40 rebounds in game two, which is a NBA Finals record, and then puts up 22 points and 35 rebounds in the clinching game, uh, game seven, 122 to 103 for the win over the Hawks. And then in 1960-61, Bill led Boston to a 57-22 record, where he scored nearly 17 points per game, 
along with nearly 24 rebounds. Uh, and then in the playoffs that season, they beat the Syracuse Nationals four games to one. And then again, they beat St. Louis four games to three. I mean, four games to one, I'm sorry, for their third straight uh, championship. And Bill collects another MVP award as well. Now, in the league's magical 1991-92 season, where we saw a crazy amount of records being uh, set, uh, Bill Russell puts up nearly 19 points per game, which is his career career high, along with 23.6 rebounds. And then that season, Boston, uh, they got uh, 60 wins that season. Bill Russell was uh, named the MVP, so he's the MVP back-to-back seasons. And this, he won the MVP over Wilt Chamberlain, who in that season scored 50.4 points per game. Good gracious. And, uh, and in that season, he had a game where he scored 100 points in one game. So, uh, so. But see, see guys, back then when he won the MVP, it was based on what your team did. Uh, not your individual accolades per se. Because also in that same season is where Oscar Robinson averaged a triple-double before we even coined the, f- the phrase triple-double. So, uh, so Bill Russell winning it over guys with those sort of numbers. So He would go on to face the Philadelphia Warriors in the playoffs. And uh, and he won that uh, four games to three. And in that series, uh, Russell l- limited Wilt to 22 points in that clinching game seven for the win. So, uh, so Bill Russell holding him under his season average of 50 points. Uh, uh, at, with 22, so uh, that's 28 points uh, he didn't allow him to get. So, uh, so of course, Bill Russell with the defense when it's needed. So, and then in the finals, they faced uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, the loss they had lo- relocated. Uh, to from Minneapolis to Los Angeles, and now they have players like Elgin Baylor and Jerry West. Uh, they tied the series at six games apiece, uh, and and actually uh, they would come up clutch on both ends of the court. Um, Bill Russell would. He where he scored thirty points and then he got forty rebounds as well, as well as he had the the defensive assignment of guarding Elgin Baylor, who was a full problem. Uh, I think I mentioned it in another podcast. Uh, 
El- Elgin Bale is one of the best players that no one's really have seen. Uh, this guy is phenomenal. But I'll talk about him, I guess, on another uh, one of those player spotlights one of these days. So, so Bill Russell was given the assignment to to guard him, and he took him out of the game. So, and this led the Boston to their fourth straight title. So, as we turn forward, uh, and what would be Bob Cousy's last season as a pro before retiring. Um, Bill Russell puts in one of his finest campaigns uh, in 1962-63. Uh, Boston would, would have the record of 58-22. and 22, And Bill Russell averaged... 16.8 points per game, along with 23.6 rebounds. He would win his fourth MVP, as well as All-Star MVP, a game in which he had 19 points and 24 rebounds. And he put up his first triple-double in a regular season, where he had 17 points, 19 rebounds, and 10 assists against... The New York Knicks, of course. Oh, by the way, Will Chamberlain's 100-point game was against the Knicks, too, but I digress. Anyway, so he becomes the fourth Boston player in history to put up a triple-double. Who else did it? Ed McCauley, who, ironically, they dealt uh, to St. Louis to get Bill Russell. Uh, Also, Bob Cousy did it. And uh, Bill Russell's... College and pro teammate KC Jones did it. So, uh, so there you go. But in the 1962-63 season, they would draft uh, a young player named John Havlicek, who would become the linchpin for future future title uh, title runs. So. <clears throat> And then you have so much that went on in 1963. You had the assassinations of civil rights activist Mega Evers, which led Bill Russell in the off. Well, let me hold off on that. Uh, the team ended up winning their fifth straight title, uh, beating the Los Angeles Lakers four games to two. Uh, Bill Russell was supposed to um, see the White House for it, go to the White House for a tour, but uh, he he overslept. So, and this was prior to a game against the Cincinnati Royals back in January thirty first, nineteen sixty three. So, and our back, by the way urged his players against um, endorsing candidates as well as, you know, uh, being out there for social causes, which, like I said, leads me to the discussion about Mega Evers, a civil rights activist who was assassinated on his porch uh, 
by the uh, racists, of course. So this led Bill Russell to go down there on the urging of Mecca Evers' brother to uh, to put together basketball clinics where both white and black uh, kids can go and uh, play basketball just to try and bring some racial harmony to Jackson, Mississippi, which is what he ended up doing. And then also you have where, um, again, Bill Russell, while living in Boston, he was in the Reading section of Boston. Um, he's had his house vandalized uh, with one incident where, I mean, they just wrote despicable things on the wall. They defecated in um, him and his wife's bed. Uh, I mean, these people are just lower than low, so. Um, yeah, so that's, again, that's what he had to deal with there. So, in 1963-64, Bill would average 15 points per game, along with 24.7 rebounds. That was a career best for him. Uh, and it actually led the league in, uh, he led the league in that category, which is what he did for the first time since Wilt entered the league. Otherwise, Wilt was leading the way in rebounding, but not this season here. And then Boston would go 59-21. and 21. Uh, and Actually, Bill Russell called this team one of the best ever, uh, the 1963-64 Celtics. His team defeated the Cincinnati Royals four games to one, and then he would go on to face Wilt's San Francisco Warriors. Uh, they were actually in Philadelphia. They went and moved west to San Francisco. And uh, and then, uh, like I said, the Boston Celtics would end up beating that team four games to one. And this led to Boston's sixth straight title. And... If you keep in count, seven out of eight titles for Bill Russell. So, in the in the nineteen sixty four sixty five season, that would see Boston win a then record sixty two games, uh, while he averaged a little over fourteen points per game and a little over twenty four rebounds as well which led to another rebounding title and what and that led to Bill Russell's fifth and final MVP trophy so um, and actually in that season we saw uh, something that was a first for the NBA an all black lineup. Uh, this was due to Tommy Heisen had an injury that he was nursing. So this forced uh, Red Arbach to start a lineup consisting of Bill Russell, both Sam Jones and Casey Jones, Willie Nolts, who stepped in for Heinsohn, along with Tom Satch Sanders. So 
Uh, yeah, so Boston, <laughs> another first for them, ironically enough, when it comes to uh, black players. Uh, first time they ended up uh, drafting one first. They end up... <clears throat> um, so, and a black superstar, obviously, in Bill Russell. So, anyhow, so with that said, they met, uh, they met with Philly in the playoffs, who actually ended up bringing, uh, Wilt Chamberlain back. Wes, he ended up playing for the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, he came back via trade and was defeated in seven games. So, And in that series, Bill Russell held Wilt to a couple of shots made through three quarters in game five. Uh, and then he would put up 12 points, 28 rebounds, 10 blocks unofficially, 7 assists. Seven assists and six steals unofficially. And then in that game seven against the Philadelphia 76ers, leading the way 110 to 109, uh, Bill Russell would throw the inbound pass, which would hit the uh, wire that was holding the basket, leading to a turnover in which... Philadelphia ended up getting the ball. Hal Greer would uh, throw the inbounds pass meant for Chet Walker, but John Havlicek, being quick of hands, steals the inbound pass and throws it to Casey Jones, who dribbles out the time, and they therefore seal the win. That, of course, is the famous call that we all hear. Havlicek stole the ball from... Uh, Boston announcer Johnny Most. So, uh, so somehow, some way, they miraculously ended up with the win that day. And then Boston would go on to handily beat the LA Lakers in the finals, four games to one, leading to their eighth straight title in eight out of nine for Bill. In 1965-66, he went on to average just 12 point, nearly 13 points per game along with 22.8 rebounds. The first, and this would be the first time um, since his rookie season that he would average under 23 rebounds per game. So the team would have a 54-28 and 28 record. And uh, again, they met with Phil, with uh, Wilt Chamberlain's Philadelphia team and ended up beating them four games to one and making it to the finals where they, uh, they go seven games with the L.A. Lakers in a hotly contested game uh, that saw... Bill Russell in the clinching game scored 25 points and 32 rebounds for the 95 to 93 win. This would be their eighth straight title win. 
And of course, nine out of 10 for Bill. So, so after that season in 1966, 67, uh, Red R retires as a coach. Initially, he wanted Frank Ramsey to take on the job of being his successor, but Frank Ramsey declined. His next two options were either Bob Cousy or Tommy Heinsohn. Bob Cousy didn't want to coach his uh, he didn't want to coach his former teammates, and Tommy Heinsohn just said, "Listen." I'm not going to be able to handle Bill Russell. You you know our history, so don't even go there. So, so Arbeck decided, why not turn the team over to Bill Russell to be a player slash coach, which he ended up doing, thus becoming the first black NBA head coach ever. So, um... The statement Russell made upon being hired was, I wasn't offered the job because I am a Negro. I was offered it because Red figured I could do it. So, so uh, that's the statement that Bill Russell put out there. So, in that season, Bill led them to a 60-21 and 21 record while averaging 13.3 points per game along with 21 rebounds. And he also actually had a high uh, assist that season, 5.8 assists per game. But even with that, they would fall to the record-setting Philadelphia 76ers at the time, and... Actually, they had the better record because they won a record 68 games that season against 13 losses. So, Boston falls to Philly in the Eastern Division Finals and it would eventually, uh, Wilt Chamberlain would get finally get to uh, win a championship. And after after that game... After the Eastern Division Finals, Bill Russell actually went into the Philly locker room to congratulate Wilt personally um, on that win. And then, ironically enough, after the game, Bill Russell had his grandfather, his grandfather there to, after the game, in the Boston locker room. His grandfather breaks down and cries when he sees black players and white players coexisting together, showering together, and so forth, uh, knowing that Bill Bill Russell's presence um, is a key factor in seeing such harmony within the locker room amongst white and black players. So, uh, a very poignant moment there. In the off season, that seat that um between the nineteen sixty six sixty seven season and the upcoming, Bill Russell along with Jim Brown, 
Lou Alcinda, Willie Davis, um, a few others, uh, about nine other black athletes, stood in support of Muhammad Ali's boycott of the Vietnam War. They actually had a summit in Cleveland where they sat down to with Ali to discuss what was his feelings on the war, why is he doing this, and so forth. And they got a clearer understanding of what was going on with that. And they, again, lent their full support behind Muhammad Ali. So Bill Russell, a key uh, member in that summit there. To make that happen. So. So. In the 1967-68 season. Boston would bounce back from. Losing to Philly. And. They came back with a 54-28 record. And in that season. Bill Russell. uh, He scored. 12.5 12.5 points per game, along with 18.6 rebounds. Um, <clears throat> and again, with Boston and Philly locked in a uh, seven-game series, uh, while the series was taking place, then also the assassination of Martin Luther King happened. The black players obviously were devastated. There were calls for the series to be canceled, but uh, the series went on. The series went on. So, and actually, in this series, Boston was down three games to one, but rallied to win the series in seven games in historic fashion. The first team ever to win a series being down three games to one. So. They moved on to the finals where they uh, defeated the L.A. Lakers for Russell's 10th title in 12 years. Uh, and in that season, well, before we even get to that, thus making Bill Russell the first black head coach in NBA history to win a title. So, uh, two years into his tenure as coach he wins an NBA title thus leading him to be named by Sports Illustrated as Sportsman of the Year and Jerry West in a statement had this to say after the defeat if I had a choice of any basketball player my number one choice has to be Russell he never ceased to amaze me that is what the great Jerry West had to say about Bill Russell. So, so moving on in what would be Bill Russell's final season as a player, he coached the team to a 48-34 and 34 record, uh, which was fourth in the East at the time, and he averaged only nine, nearly 10 points per game along with 19. 19.3 rebounds. Now, in that season, he actually came into the season bogged down emotionally between uh, the assassination of Robert F. Kennedy, along with his his own feelings on the Vietnam War, as well as he had 
marital woes with his wife Rose at the time. Also, he was dealing with a lot of physical uh, issues as well being 15 pounds overweight as well as being diagnosed with acute with acute exhaustion so um but nonetheless uh his team would end up upsetting both the Philadelphia 76ers and the New York Knicks New York Knicks on the come up at the time and then they made it to the finals to face the LA Lakers now the Lakers were equipped with uh, Wilt Chamberlain this time and they ended up beating them in an excruciating seven game series uh, they actually won the clinching game in LA uh, 108 to 106 a game in which Bill Russell actually fouled out but his teammates carried the day um, in Bill Russell's final game, six points, 21 rebounds, six assists. And after the game, uh, Bill Russell sought out Jerry West, who was actually the series MVP despite losing. He actually had 42 points in the final game, and, but Bill Russell sought him out to console him um, after their defeat. Um, and this also led Bill Russell, as he was talking to a commentator, to <clears throat> knowing that this was the end for him. You could see him getting emotional at the end, um, but eventually he composed himself nonetheless. So, so there you have his 11th title in 13 years as a professional athlete. Uh, he did not attend the parade for the team after winning the title. He just ended his career as a Celtic and kind of alienated himself from the team, much to Red Arback's surprise. In fact, Bill Russell ended up drafting Jojo White in the draft instead of um, um, trying to find Bill Russell's replacement because I guess he was under the impression that Bill Russell was coming back. So, uh, so the city of Boston felt Bill Russell abandoned them and the media spoke very unfavorably of him um, after he announced uh, retiring. Never to return back to Boston um, he just cut off all ties from Boston. So, uh, post-playing post playing days, Bill Russell went on to do color commentary for the games on ABC. Of course, the NBA games. He would later become the head coach of Seattle. Uh, that he did from 1973 to 77. And then he would come back 10 years later to coach the Sacramento Kings uh, briefly. So, uh, Bill didn't enjoy the same success he had with Boston uh, while coaching these other teams. Although he did uh, get 
the Seattle Supersonics to a playoff appearance under his watch. So then again, he went back to commentating uh, games for CBS and TNT during t- during the 1970s and mid 80s before getting his fill of that. So he went on to write several books, including one book that I've read, uh, Second Win, very good book. Uh, he went into hiding in the 90s. He became more visible after the passing of his friend, uh, Wilt Chamberlain, who, by the way, they kind of had a bit of a feud themselves. They were really good friends as players. Um, but back in 1969, in this that 69 finals, um which I kind of didn't mention. Uh, Will Chamberlain was knee was hurting, and actually the owner, uh, Jack Kent Cook, wanted uh, the coach to put Chamberlain back in the game. The coach refused and said that you know uh, the team was getting momentum with the other players that they were using. So, so that kind of led to a rift there. Um, but Bill supposedly told a group of kids that, um, that, uh, he didn't think Wilt's injury was as serious and thought he was kind of, uh, copping out basically. Supposedly he told that to kids and then a reporter picked up on it and put it out in the media. So that led to a rift between uh Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain of which Bill Russell years later went to him personally to apologize about um so they mended that relationship there so which led him to actually help end the feud that was going on between Shaquille O'Neal and the late Kobe Bryant at the time cuz they had their um, battles a bit. And I actually remember this took place on Martin Luther King's birthday where Bill Russell reached out to Shaquille and told him basically to, you need to fix that. So, uh, I, I can't remember that. So in any event, um, also the commission would, would go on to rename the NBA finals MVP award, the Bill Russell NBA Finals MVP award. And the first recipient recipient of that award would be Kobe Bryant. Hardly enough so. And in a halftime of an All-Star game a day later when David Russell, not David Russell, David Stern made this announcement, uh, Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce surprised him with a 75th birthday uh, cake So, uh, for him turning 75. He also would go on to be awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2011 by President Obama. So, uh, let's talk about some of his accolades. Again, one of the most successful 
North American athletes in sports history with the 11 titles, um, two of which he got as a player coach. Uh, he's one of four players to win uh, the NCAA championship his last year and then the NBA championship his rookie year. Only three other players did that, and that's Henry Bibby. Magic Johnson and Billy Thompson were the four players. So, um, and Bill Russell finished his career with two twenty-one thousand six hundred and twenty uh, rebounds. That would be second to Wilt Chamberlain all time. Uh, he led the league in rebounding four times. He is the all-time leader in rebounds per game and total in the playoffs as well. He would uh, he would go on to have seven games where he had forty or more rebounds. Then he has the final record for highest rebounds per game average, the highest average for a rookie, and he holds a single single game uh, most rebounds in the finals as well, uh, as well as in a quarter. Um, Twelve straight seasons with uh, one thousand or more rebounds. Um, I mean, the accolades are endless. He now has a statue for him in front of the the uh, the Celtics Arena. You have that as well. He was named. <laughs> he was elected to one NBA All Defensive uh, First Team, and that's only because it they started making the all-defense team his last year as a pro, so otherwise he would have owned that. Uh, Sporting News named Bill Russell Athlete of the Decade in 1970. Uh, he is universally seen as one of the best NBA players ever and was declared the greatest player in the history of the NBA by Professional Basketball Writers Association of America in 1980. Uh, I mentioned the Sportsman of the Year Award that he received. Uh, of course, he made three anniversary teams. Uh, actually, make that four. The 25th anniversary team in 1970, the 35th anniversary team in 1980, and of course, the NBA 50th anniversary all-time team in 1996, and then he made the 75th anniversary team in 2021. Uh, he ranked 18th on the ESPN Greatest Athletes of the 20th Century in 1999. Slam Magazine in 2009 named Bill Russell III the number three player of all time behind Michael Jordan and Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, there's so many accolades of uh, this. His five 
MVP awards for the regular season, ties Michael Jordan for second all-time behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's six MVP awards. Was named to three All-NBA first teams, eight second teams, 12-time All-Star, Uh, just so, so many accolades here for him. And if shot blocking was a statistic in the NBA, he would probably lead in that as well, I'd imagine. Uh, I talked about the statues, statue of him at City Hall Plaza in 2013. Um... And then two years later, Statues of Children was added, honoring Bill commitment, uh, Bill Russell's commitment to working with children. So they added Statues of Children along with that. So, uh, yes, yeah, so, so many accolades to bestow upon this man. But nonetheless, one of the greatest, greatest uh basketball players to ever live uh we still have him amongst us and uh i'm just giving him his flowers now so bill russell we salute you for all you've done for the nba how you just raised the ball when it comes to team play the defensive play you set the standard uh we haven't had a defensive player in this league come in do what you have done so uh we salute you sir you uh you've done the nba proud you've done a race of people proud and you just done humanity proud as well we salute you all right so that is my tribute my player spotlight for bill russell my next one i may go off the beaten path um but uh, being that this month is women's um, is highlighted for women, so I uh, may go in a different path. So I'll let you know, guys. So again, I just thank you for listening once again. Always appreciate it. And guys, just take care, stay safe, and we'll talk soon. So my peeps. If you enjoy what you're listening to, you can follow me on my Facebook page, GD That Sports Dude. You also can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And also on Twitter, you can find me at GD That Sport Dude. Also, you can email me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com. You can also support me through my Zelle at that same email address. And also on anchor.fm slash gd that sports dude. You can hit the support button there to contribute to this podcast and also like me there as well. And again, I thank you for listening to this content. <laughs>